Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock, the bookseller's publisher. Find out more at deepoverstock.com. You're tuned in to Late Night Poems Radio. We drink and we write and we call it poems. It's part improv, part game, so let your words flow. Now, it's nearly midnight. Come on, let's go. Hello, you're tuned in to episode 24 of Late Night Poems Radio. That's P-O-M-E-S, because poetry isn't just for fancy folk no more. I'm Mickey Collins, and my co-host Bobby Eversman is attempting to be a hero. What are you doing there, Bobby? Trying to drink this very hot tea and it keeps burning my tongue. So heroic. Uh, Every episode of Late Night Poems, we drink, we write, and we play poetry games, and we invite you to write along with us. That's right. Each week, we put up with Bobby's lack of jokes. Every episode, we have a new theme and play three games derived from that theme. So, Mickey, what is tonight's theme? Tonight's theme is The Poet Heroic. Who do we have joining us tonight? This week, we got four other poems joining us, Mickey. The first would sacrifice his new white shoes for a dog walk. It's Ryan Sprinkle. What are you uh, drinking tonight, Ryan? Good evening. Hello. Uh, tonight, I'm drinking a Marionberry Mead from Author Mead Company. And uh, yeah, for the bees. My God, returning back to Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I always have the wrong drink for whatever the night is. I always figure it out like the next. Oh, that would have been the drink to bring. <laughs> for Mr. Wizard, you'd have to be drinking chemicals. That would, that would, that would be a, quite the episode. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Every time I breathe, blue flame comes out. If I see a doctor, I don't know. Uh, all right. Our next poemist is a heroine as addictive as heroin. It's oh. Hannah Collins. What are you drinking, Hannah? Uh, you know, I was drinking some ice cold lemonade, but I'm all out. It's very oh. unfortunate because I am too lazy to get up. You should put <laughs> wheels on your chair. Why don't you have a I'm wheelchair? I'm sitting on a couch. <laughs> oh, you put wheels, wheels on your on couch. couch. <laughs> Just like a computer chair, but on your couch. I don't see the problem here. That's the next level lazy. You can't even lazy yourself lazy. You need like a Rube Goldberg machine where you like pull a lever and then all of a sudden the complicated mechanism delivers another beverage. Yes, that'd be amazing. But who's going to make it for me? Rube Goldberg. (laughs) Got it. I'll just call him up real quick. (laughs) Train train your pets, you know, get like a little Popov circus. They could walk on a tight wire, bring you your lemonade, paint your toenails. Your homework. Oh, yeah, all, all things that I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do on a Saturday. <laughs> oh, <that's sighs> but I don't have sad. any pets to do it for me, Hannah. That's really sad. I know, creating papers. Anyway, okay, no, no right. more sad about me. Please continue, Mickey. All right. Well, our next poet is the special guest of our special guest. He is a composer who sometimes creates with words instead of with sound. In those cases, he usually ends up with fiction and occasionally poetry. He also paints and draws, and often all these activities become combined. He has a website where he displays his creations at nicholasyandel.com. Please welcome Nicholas Yandel. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking um, Fireball and Apple Juice. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a hell of a guy brought the poems energy. <laughs> Well, cinnamon apple, yeah. Oh, man. delicious, actually. It works well together, surprisingly. Surprise, I mean, it makes sense, right? But <laughs> it makes sense. 
Oh my God, Edward Fireball Apple Juice hands. This is a this should be a new tradition there, Nick. That's, that's crazy. Okay, but specifically, what kind of apple juice is that? Like, what brand? Apple Why is that your first question? So I, I had I had really good like apple cider, and it was from like Imperfect Produce, and it was all like mm-hmm. fancy stuff. And Tim drank it before. I, could. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have that. So I have this is like concentrate from Safeway that I put in. <laughs> the Safeway select. On Apple juice, but at least Fireball is, it is actually Fireball, so it's consistent. <laughs> I mean, it's you know what you should try? Getting, um, you know, the like Martinelli um, sparkling apple cider and they wow. make just like a regular apple juice and it's so good. That would be really good with that. I will, I will absolutely <laughs> do that. That's perfect. <laughs> that sounds like a belly nightmare, though. You're getting bubbles and fireballs at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> not a fireball. Well, no, because they, their regular apple, apple juice isn't like the non-carbonated. It's just, it's just yeah. apple juice. Yeah, it's not carbonated. Why the hell would you buy non-sparkling Martinelli's? <laughs> if you want just regular apple juice, you don't want an upset tummy. I will just if you don't want an upset tummy. <laughs> and they come, they come in like ball. they come in uh, apple-shaped, uh, either little oh, yeah. plastic bottles or a giant glass uh, jar, and then it looks like an apple. <laughs> That's adorable. You should get start up a bar, Hannah. You know, with your bar bard, your bard bar, whatever that was. <laughs> orgy, orgy, your your orc. And His name was Orgy. Orgy, get orgy, get a bunch of those little apples and pour some fireball in there and call it the grenade. And that's your oh, hell just, yeah. Just toss it into the whoever wants one. <laughs> okay, our, our next poemist is an interdisciplinary artist in music composition, writing, and visual arts. His goal is to connect people to accessible new music that showcases virtuosic abilities without losing touch of authentic emotions. He has combined his passion for poetry with his love of publishing and curates the podcast, The Poet. Heroic, a semi-monthly podcast of five favorite poems curated and read by author and composer. Tonight's special guest, Timothy Arles O'Brien. Tim, what are you drinking? Well, um, I'm all out of Four Loco. So (laughs) since I don't have any, um, I'm drinking drinking a CBD-infused root beer to pair well with the other vices I'm having tonight. So that sounds delicious. You can get a CBD infused root beer. Yeah, it's I well, I have a, a soda stream root beer and then I have this oh, CBD so tincture and so it's you, just perfect. That's genius. Oh, man. So hopefully okay. I don't fall asleep on the podcast. Hopefully I'm here the whole time. <laughs> In and out of consciousness is fine. Although I think you did just blow Hannah's uh, grenade out of the water. You're going to come up with a, <laughs> a competing bar here. CBD yeah. root beer, Martinelli's. I don't know. I don't know. They both sound, they both sound promising. Um, Tim, I wanted to ask you a few things, but I wanted to start off with how did you get the Poet Heroic started? And, um, how do you like to curate it? Um, well, I was at a presentation through Nick and I's Composers Association, Cascadia mm. Composers. Um, they're a chapter of the National Association of Composers. Mm. And Nick was giving a presentation on a uh, piece of music that had some poetry with it. And uh, it's a string quartet, he wrote, um, that paired with a poem written by one of the survivors of the Mac stabbing. 
And so he was reading the poem and I was sitting there thinking about my love of poetry, about my um, last book of poetry, about Deep Overstock and how I wanted to do more. And I mm. thought, I want a podcast that's just short poetry, nothing else, just poems. And I thought about it and I thought about how poetry has always saved me mm. and the poet heroic was born. And so the um, organization of it is just so simple. It's uh, three poems. I've just expanded it from two poems to three poems by guests, two poems by myself and one poem by a classic author every episode. And I curate it just through a Google form that I put out on Instagram and Reddit and Facebook and anyone can submit. And then I read the poems and uh, the rest is history. Uh, if they if they like the show, they can submit their poems and you might read them on air. Yeah, I'm in season two right now and I'm still accepting submissions. And uh, you can find the form through the Instagram at the Poet Heroic. And I'm pretty sure the form is linked in the bio. In the submission form, I have the question, what does being a hero mean to you? As mm. a way to really ask people how their poetry can be heroic. We'll put the, we'll put the link in the show notes. So if anyone yeah. listening can submit, that'd be really cool. I think, Anna, Ryan, Mickey. <laughs> I don't think home. any of these are good enough for a I've had a wide range of everything. I've had um, joke poems to sarcastic poems to poems that people have written that have rescued them from their own depression. So really wow. anything and everything, lighthearted, heavy. I try to mix it up every single episode. What's your policy on limericks? <laughs> I would love a limerick. I haven't had Perfect. a limerick. Oh, right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> if Ryan plays a character called Limey Rick. <laughs> the D&D version of this podcast. <laughs> Um, I'm also interested, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, so when Nick was composing to suit a poem and kind of working with the poet, that's a really interesting form, combining poetry with music. And now you have these new projects where you're doing full books where each poem will go with a composition. How does that process work for you? I think it's necessary, actually. I um, always say that when you get stuck with your medium, switch mediums. If you're stuck writing, paint. If you're stuck uh, making music, write. Um, it really gets those thoughts and ideas that you have in your brain out in a different way, and you're able to see it and switch over. I think in the technical aspect, I want my next book to be... Um, I think everyone wants their next publication to be special. Um, mm. But I, I want it to encapsulate all that I do as a composer, as a poet, as an artist. Um, so I have a section in the book that are lyrics. The sub, this section is called Lyrics We Could Sing. And uh, there's song lyrics from my upcoming rap EP. Um, oh. There's a string quartet that I wrote that matches the title of the book. There's um, 
a poem that I wrote about a violin solo I wrote for Nick for our wedding. And they'll all have QR codes so you can, in real time as you're reading the book, link to YouTube or SoundCloud or Spotify and uh, follow along. That's a really cool project. That takes a lot of organizing, but that's very rewarding. It's all-encompassing, especially for the one who's listening and reading that. It's a whole environment almost. Yeah, and I'll, um, my, my book is titled Happy LGBTQ Wrath Month, and um, I'll be doing a uh, Kickstarter during April so that it can be in the hands of people in June for Pride. A dollar for every copy of the book is getting donated to the Trevor Project, the 24-7 LGBT youth suicide hotline, so that hopefully the next generation can uh, be a little happier. Yeah, the Trevor Project is amazing. I think that's a great service to donate to. They're, they're, they're a really, really good organization. Ryan, do you have a riddle question? Oh, he already clarified the Limerick policy for me. I'm good. You're right, you're right. That's <laughs> all we needed. <laughs> all right, everyone. Let's get to the poems. For our warm-up game, there is no need for any pens or paper. Tonight's warm-up game is in plain air. Find your nearest window. Hell, lock out your nearest door. Come back and then describe the scene outside. Let's take about 15 seconds. Everyone, get up. <laughs> look out. My door open. Unfortunately, it doesn't really open normally. I already told you guys I'm too lazy to get my own drink. Get up. You want me to get up? Look out the look look at the door. Look Imagine what's on the other it's side. So dark out there. Send send the dog out and have him report back. <laughs> report back. There you go. Oh yeah, Ryan, you Oof. really think Missy's gonna do that? <laughs> Missy, what do your dog eyes see? <laughs> She's like, I see I'm blurriness. Blind. That's all. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Honestly. Ooh. Okay, everyone back. Are you my mother? Everyone get a good good view outside? Yeah. Or inside anywhere? Pretty dark. Yeah. Okay. Inside my head. Inside inside your head. Okay, let's see. Okay, so I'll start off. This can be all improvised if you need. Uh, I do a lot of ums and then cut them out. So say um. Don't worry about it. It's chill. I try to make us all sound real smart. Okay, so outside... There is a styrofoam box, which might be full of something, possibly fish. It has the smell of fish. It's on the little awning below my sun thing, balcony, sun balcony. Got a fishy smell. There seems to be rotting cardboard around it. I don't know what's inside. Uh, Well, outside my window, all I can really see is just a blaring bright LED streetlight. Branches and everything else is pretty much dark. I like it. Clear I, I, no smells. I, I can't see any smells out there. So, Nikki, uh, okay. I also cannot see any smells outside my window because outside I see uh, the beautiful yard that I removed all of the dog shit from earlier today. Uh, <laughs> and now there's just lovely green grass and mossy rocks and nary a turd to be found. The well, that's yard. unfortunate for, for me that I have not cleaned up missy's little dog shits out there so even though it is dark out there i imagine there are lots of landmines probably probably half the size of what ryan's dogs make (laughs) (laughs) um the 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 potty humor classicist here uh of course also there 
we we get a very good view of the uh, um, basketball court that is like I don't know, like two streets away from our house. Um, oh, cool. That people play basketball um, during you know the year long plus pandemic that is been going on. <laughs> um, and awesome. we'll play until 11 o'clock midnight, you know, very normal things. Uh, as all of us know, ball is life. Ball the is end. Life. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. From uh, turds to philosophy. I think that's a good, yes. uh, a good arc. There. I cannot, I cannot believe the amount of people I see playing basketball out there during like, especially the best part was, COVID was high and mighty, and then the fires were going on, and it was Still so incredibly smoky out there. And people, there's like 20 guys out there playing basketball. I can't that would look pretty cool, up. though. The ball would shoot through the smoke like a cannon, you know? You think those guys can, can like, still breathe now, though? <laughs> Probably took a few years off their life. Took a few years yeah. off their life. The ball, the ball is life. Nick, Tim... Did you see anything outside of a window, inside of a window? Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, mine's probably not as happy, but uh, outside, shining bright on the sidewalk, there's a vigil, a candlelight vigil that's been there for six months because last summer, on a warm Sunday afternoon, we heard a car crash, only to look out the window and find that someone had fallen from a six-story window. And after much research... I found his sister posting a, a GoFundMe saying that the cops had been called and had pushed him out the window. So every oh. night there's people out there lighting the little candles and praying for him, I assume. And uh, his memory is probably going to live on for years on that little, that little patch of grass under that tree outside my window for years. Wow. Talk about some urban trauma. That is. That's <laughs> good that they're doing the vigil. That's really important. That's... Not a good situation, though. No, but it's hard to look out the window and not think of it immediately every single day. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to remember. And uh, another another reason to uh, reconsider the police. Yes, <laughs> defund the police reason. immediately, always, forever. Yeah. Well, on, on a lighter note, I couldn't open the window, and and <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about smells a lot, and although I imagine. As often, it smells like it would probably smell like cigarettes because there's probably mm. someone below me who's smoking outside of there. Um, the only thing I actually could smell was my cat, which was right beside me, and she kind of smelled like tuna. So, like the probably the food she just ate. So I could smell her breath, which is very tuna breath, but um, I couldn't smell anything. But I looked otherwise. But I looked out the window. What I saw there was besides I, I there was enough of a glare. I couldn't see the vigil. So all I could see was a car by the garage that was trying to get in, that was slowly getting in. And then there was these, there were these, I, on the end of the street, there were these, this like, it was like a scooter gang or something. And they were like spinning around the middle of the street. It was definitely like, and as that was happening, this, uh, a couple, this, um, a man and a woman walked by and they were carrying like a gigantic, um, like carpet between them. So they were just walking by right in front of the scooter gang as they were spinning around. 
It's like the busy world of Richard Scarry outside your window. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. So much is happening. Very, yeah. That's, 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 you know, I almost I almost talked about the carpet. I saw the people with the carpet, because we, I mean, we're in different rooms, but we're in the same apartment. Yeah. But um, I saw the carpet, and I was like, should I talk about if there's a body in a carpet, or should I talk about the body <laughs> that, that had fallen? I didn't even think about going oh, that way. That's, that's, <laughs> you're definitely in a different Different morbid sensibility than I am. I'm just I'm just thinking about Chloe's our cat's uh, tuna breath. That's all I can think about. So. Tuna breath. My first question. My first question was: Does the carpet have a bend in it? If not, Ooh. that carpet has a body. Yeah. Point. That's. It had no bend. It was no bend. I could not confirm a bend either. <laughs> no bend. You can either confirm or deny a bend. So I think we confirmed it. It, it is a body. Oh. <laughs> The body in that carpet. I'm also imagining like a really good limbo scenario where, you know, the man and woman carrying the, the carpet, they can lower it more and more and they can start drifting their scooters underneath, you know. Ooh, yeah. Definitely. Yes. Get some stunts going. Get some stunts going. <laughs> Our first poem, we're going to start on the poems, will be inspired by a poem published in the Animals issue of Deep Overstock, which is the most recent other than mystery. Uh, the name of the poem is Gongsi Fatsai, which is basically like Happy New Year, an idiomatic Chinese calendar by Yuan Chongming. And you can read the poem yourself on deepoverstock.com if you go to the animals issue and search up Yuan. So we'll read the poem and then Mickey will explain the rules based on this poem. So Gongsi Fatsai, rats abandon a sinking ship. Cows have no business in horseplay. Tigers die and leave their skins. If you chase two rabbits, you will not catch either one. Noble dragons don't have friends. Snakes follow the way of serpents. A horse may stumble, though he has four legs. A goat owned by two people sleeps outside. The higher a monkey climbs, the more he shows his behind. Rooster today, feather duster tomorrow. Dogs that bark much don't bite. A pig's tail will never make a good arrow. All right. Uh, so I'm going to mess up this pronunciation. Gong si fai fai? It's a gong si fa tai. All right. So just like that, we're going <laughs> to write a categorical poem with idioms. So as you may know, an idiom is an expression or turn of phrase that has a meaning beyond its individual words. So like it's raining cats and dogs. So a fellow poemist will assign you a category and then you'll break down that category into parts, a maximum of like eight, and give each one an idiomatic line. For instance, if Hannah were to give me fast food, I would write one idiomatic line for Taco Bell, an idiomatic line for McDonald's, maybe one for Subway, and on until there's about eight or so lines. Uh, so we're going to give categories to the poemist below you alphabetically. Uh, listeners, you can pause here if you'd like to write along with us at home. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. So pause now and give yourself five minutes on your couch, which you refuse to get up from, or more if you need it. We don't know. If you're writing along tonight, you can email us your poems to poems. That's P-O-M-E-S. How else would you spell it? At deepoverstock.com or send them to any of our social media at Late Night Poems. And we might read them on a future episode. That said, we'll be right back after this. Okay, poemist, ready? Drink, palm.
So for our reading order, we're going to read in categorical alphabetical order. So whichever category, it's alphabetically first. Mm. So my yeah, category, bodies of, water. bodies of Water, actually, that might be alphabetically first. Anybody be Bodies of Water? I cannot. No. no. All right. Take it away, Bobby. Play a clue game, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Play Clue. I cannot help yeah. you. Okay. I got Bodies of Water from Tim, an excellent suggestion. I love Bodies of Water. Okay, Bodies of Water. A lake lacks feet, except when it rains. A river is never itself. A tide pool, we all know, is a tiny community. There is the bus driver, the mailman, the investigator. Raindrop today, Dasani tomorrow. The teardrop is better than profit. I am the aqueduct. You are the aqueduct. We are the parched people like lizards in the desert. The snowbank, is it anything? Does it even count? The ocean will swallow us all. Bodies of water. Hang. Genius. Who's got who's who's next in line? Who's next in line? I have That's dinosaurs. <laughs> so that might be alphabetically next. Yeah, I can't I can't beat that. I can't, I can't beat that. I can't beat that. Okay. <clears throat> dinosaurs. Triceratops give the best hugs. Oh. Stegosauruses flirt like butterflies. And if you see two pterodactyls flying in a circle, it's good luck for a thousand years. Mastodons love baked Alaska. And a pack of plesiosauruses are prone to start an orgy. T-Rexes don't play nice. Velociraptors cheat at poker. And bronchiosauruses are always gay. <laughs> oh my god I love that cats will never snitch on you dogs will however rats are the best hairdressers goldfish can breathe underwater hamsters are bad friends <laughs> ferrets like the smell of their own butts <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> uh, parrots are good listeners. Guinea pigs can fight crime. <laughs> oh, well. Damn, I want the crime fighting guinea pig spinoff podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's called G Force. <laughs> it's it's what man. that movie is based on. <laughs> Also, um, I'd like to point out that my ferret line, um, I had written something else and then crossed it out and wrote the, the smell of their own butts. Oh. <laughs> that was my uh, revision or re refined version of that line. That's <laughs> that was a great line. Thank you. <laughs> we all know ferrets are stinky. It's true. I thought you said parrots at first. I kind of like parrots like this. You know, they have to bend all the way down to smell them. Oh, no. No, ferrets. I'm sorry. Ferrets. Oh, yeah, I guess I did have... I had ferrets and parrots. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. It's like the parrots, you know, it's like tantalus. They're trying to get to their butt, and they just can't quite get there. 
<laughs> yeah, I like your line about the parents parents being good listeners because they'd have to be to learn how to mimic you. Yeah, that's true. Right? And they just yeah. talk so much too. <laughs> I'm pretty low in the alphabet. Uh, I've got V. Can you beat V? Oh, no, uh, I do beat V. Actually, I've got T. Uh, oh, W. All right. Well, I guess that's that's Ryan. Then. Oh, yeah, that is me. Then okay. So I had true crime. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. A dime from your pocket is worth two nickels in mine. You wouldn't download a car. You wouldn't download a purse without first logging into your VPN. A murder a day keeps the voices at bay. Why did the chicken cross the road as an act of civil disobedience against jaywalking laws? Why did the blue jay cross the road to ruin a picnic? <laughs> That's it. You made use of that. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to ruin a picnic, down. That's good. That's really good. Uh, all right, I'll go. Uh, so I've got vitamins. So <laughs> my idioms, not really idioms, of vitamins. And vitamin A, when you need to start your day. <laughs> vitamin B, when you just want to exist. C is for the orange fish. Vitamin D, when you're dying like a star. E is easy to come by, but easily lost. F is for friends who do stuff together. G vitamins will cost you. H vitamins, you don't want to know where they come from. That's it. <laughs> C, C is for the, the what fish? Orange fish. Because vitamin C comes from oranges. <laughs> and the C, orange. like, oh, oh, that's good. Okay. That's clever. Orange fish. I was trying to think of an orange. I was like, goldfish doesn't begin with a C. <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying it's it's for them. I, I, I get it. For the orange fish. Uh, a little bit Daphne, a little bit Fred today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit, a little bit. No, 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 no. A little bit. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> All right. Only, only the true I got fans. It. Well, thank you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I was very concise. I did not come up with a lot, but uh, so it's raining down like falling clowns. Whoa. The air out there is foggier than my memory after a 10 drink night. The humidity is hugging me tighter than an attention deprived python. So <laughs> that's great especially like the rain like falling clowns Some, somehow it seems to work i don't know i don't absolutely know. isn't that how idioms are though you don't really they don't really make sense yeah. somehow they seem okay I don't know. <laughs> yeah. i've never seen clowns fall out of the sky but if it happened that'd be about right <laughs> that represents my emotions <laughs> it's raining clowns and hounds out here <laughs> that's kind of adorable and you got little dogs and the clowns are just petting them i feel like they'd be good friends clowns and hounds i feel like they'd be like well i guess if you said hounds i kind of pictured wiener dogs 
And then Bass that's the hound perfect, now. That's the perfect dog for a clown. That's the perfect clown hound. It, isn't it, though? Isn't <laughs> but it's because it's like a living clown. <laughs> right. It's a living balloon animal. Exactly. <laughs> that's also the tantalus issue. Oh, I could twist you into a flower. That's right. <laughs> Anything. I could just uh, twist you up. <laughs> uh, well, uh, great work, everybody. Now that we've heard everyone's poems, we're going to award points. So tonight's points will be in thoughts about how the poem that you're giving points to might change or influence your life moving forward. Uh, sorry, oh, I was God. in between planning classes. <laughs> I think I'm going first. Let's see. Though I think that was a really good round. I liked a lot of those poems. I really liked those poems. But I think my favorite has to be Tim's. The images of the dinosaurs doing these different activities. And also, you're right, you said the Triceratops gives the best hugs? Yes. That's just 100% true. It's just true. And then <laughs> Stegosaurus is giving, what is it, they kiss like butterflies or they give butterfly they kisses? They flirt. They flirt they like flirt. butterflies. <laughs> That's so good. I, so I really loved that poem. I think that was one of my favorites we've done. So I want to give, let's see, how, sorry, this is a hard award to give, isn't it? Um, <laughs> How the poem might change or influence your life moving forward. Well, now it just really makes me want to contemplate dinosaurs and just start drawing pictures of dinosaurs. I think yeah. <laughs> this, this week, you know, there's a lot of fun in that poem. So I think this week I'm going to try to, it's inspired me to have fun and think about dinosaurs doing these fun activities. So I'm going to try to be a fun dinosaur this week. So thank you, Tim. I like your poem. You're welcome. Delightful dinosaurs. I think the last rappers would cheat cards. They would cheat at cards. Was, uh, which order are we doing uh, points from? I mean, are we doing it alphabetically? The, the reading or? order. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, so Tim's next. Yeah, Tim's next, right? Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, I think I'd have to go with Bobby because bodies of water. I mean, I, I picked the category, but the imagery... <laughs> I mean the imagery with uh, what was it? The, what was the line about tears? Oh, the teardrop is better than profit. Yeah, that was good. And how mm-hmm. it would change, how this poem would change my life. I think it would make me more aware of how nature like influences me. I could be more aware of like how water and nature influence, like the pull of the tides from the moon and the rain. Mm-hmm. How the rain affects your the time of your day. You don't spend time outside running around a lot. You get places quicker. You know. You drive places instead of walk. That's true, and you don't interact with a lot of these different pieces of nature. And when you said bodies of water, you know, I started thinking, okay, lake, river, you know, there's all the official bodies of water, but there are technically all of these little tiny bodies of water that we don't consider often, you know, like the teardrop potentially or the raindrop. So it's a really interesting. You didn't category. mention the ocean, did you? You didn't mention the ocean? I did at the yeah, end. The last you did. Thing you said, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot many others. I think that's really why I resorted to teardrop and raindrop <laughs> drop <out. laughs> uh, But was the isthmus? I forgot about the isthmus. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't say it. Canal. I think, um, is that Hannah next? Oh, canals. Yeah. canals. Um, okay. I'm going to give Ryan a point because, um, yeah, when I heard true crime, I was like, Oh, dope. <laughs> You're just going to be a bunch of murderers. Um, <laughs> so I like your, your, uh, <laughs> I like your take on it. God, but how is it going to change my life? <laughs> I want to say it's going to change my life by making me think of different um, 
What's the what's the word I'm trying to look for here? Not not a clue there, huh? Sorry. <laughs> no idea. Thanks, so, no Bobby. context clues there. There's no context clues. <laughs> Refrigerators. Um no, like like kind of just like thinking of different fun like different sayings, I guess, for things. Mm. I don't know. I'm glad, I, I'm glad to have such a, a profound effect on your life. Thank you. You've no, really. Speechless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, first of all, this point system is kind of <laughs> kind of hey, hard. Hey, hey, it's great. It's great. <laughs> oh, clarifying point. I, I made an error. An isthmus is the piece of land, and the body of water next to the isthmus is called a strait. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I got that wrong. I didn't want to call you out on the air. <laughs> you got to, you got to, you know me. We'll cut it out. Oh, yes, the isthmus. <laughs> Anything I say has to be fact-checked, I believe. You can yeah. just dub over the word straight in post. Just <laughs> three <laughs> straight. straight. <laughs> Two-second pause. Oh. You're so right, Bobby, um, yes. Man, he knows a lot about bodies of water. <laughs> all right okay, I, yeah, I wrote down your point is that you were speechless <laughs> okay fine that's what you gave i just like the like the you know like the chicken cross the road like like saying or you know whatever however you'd call that you know like is that a really you know what i mean well it sounds like it's going to make you do make your own sayings more often yeah sure yeah I so like the opposite that. of speechless oh, yeah. <laughs> opposite of speechless yeah loquacious I think of things differently. Loquacious. Fact check that. I think that's right. Okay. I was going to say speech full, so I think yours is better. There you go. There you go. I like more loquacious. You're really, you're really speechful. <laughs> full of speeches. All right. Uh, Ryan. No, Ryan. Ryan. Oh, no, that is me. Man, this was this was a round full of great poems all around. It's a tough one, um, but I think I'm gonna um, I'm gonna split some points between Bobby and Tim. I really love both of your guys' poems. I thought after I heard Bobby's, it'd be tough to top, but then Tim read his. Um, <laughs> so Bob, Bobby, you you have really made me. Uh, I like I, I really like the way that you like kind of anthropomorphized some of the bodies of water because they're bodies of water. It was interesting. Mm. Uh, so you've really made me think about, you know, what it's like to enter a body of water going forward. It's really changed my perspective on entering into a body of water. Uh, Tim, you've, you've given me a whole new perspective on, on, on visiting museums, and uh, I'm going to have lots of fun facts to share with museum goers uh, in the dinosaur exhibit for you going forward. So thank you for that. When you go uh, in Animal Crossing. Yes, I have blathers. Yeah, I'm still blathers like, did you okay. know? <laughs> Hold it right there, yeah. blathers. I believe I know everything I need to know about this fossil already. I can just imagine you like in a museum stating these dinosaur facts to like passing children. And the only thing I can think of is... Uh, there's a Bjork quote that says, do not let poets lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that sh- that's, should be the tagline for this podcast. Absolutely. All right. I've got, I've got points to give. Uh, Bobby, sorry to gang up on you, but I want to give you some points too for your knowledge of bodies of water. Especially... Um, I like that. Was it the Dasani today? Is uh, oh, what's the end of that one? Uh, uh, 
raindrop today, Dasani tomorrow. I just stole that from yeah. you, Anne. The feather duster, or rooster today, feather duster tomorrow. Oh. I <laughs> points Give now. me the points still. I still deserve the points. Don't take them away. For the rest of the poem, though, it was pretty good. Uh, you may you may really think about you know how much I uh, don't drink water and how I should hydrate more uh, because I'm constantly losing water. Although it's sweating right now, it's constantly so. I'm trying to hydrate more this week. Start you know collecting your sweat. Why not drink that? Best. Drink that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little cup of the Mickey's. Put it in uh, oh god. Ew. <laughs> Moving on. Um, New from poems. Essence of Mickey. <laughs> Essence of Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, what how's how does it change your life? What's my how does award? It change my life? How oh, I told you I'm gonna I'm gonna hydrate more this week. Oh, you're, you're gonna hydrate more. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm just gonna think about water more. Contemplating water. Yeah, Ryan's gonna enter more bodies of water. I want more bodies of water to enter me. Oh, don't forget to subscribe to our own <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Water is pretty erotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, I mean, I hopefully this doesn't seem unfair, but I I, I, I would give my points. I'd probably give my points to, I mean, I, I'm going to give them to Tim. And I know mm. that might seem unfair, but it is the dinosaur connection. Like it is, I, I, um, I have a special place for dinosaurs. Obviously, Dino connection. So many, yeah. <laughs> Probably like way too many, like way too many kids. I just spent my childhood drawing pictures of dinosaurs, like and mm. drawing them. And the idea of like just the um, just the interactions of the dinosaurs, the hugging Triceratops, all of these things, just took me back to those like those childhood pictures, and just you know made me want to just embrace those like early simple childhood times where. You know, I was drawing dinosaurs hugging and dinosaurs interacting. And so, anyway, I got to give him those points for that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Really strong imagery and, like, imagery that's not just fun or not just strong and clear, but also delightful. It, like, reminds yeah. you that poems can make you delight, which is cool. <laughs> I agree, definitely. <laughs> also, how will, it, uh, how will it change your life moving forward? Well, I mean, it's in a way, I think that... It reminds me of my connection to dinosaurs when I was younger and just remember that because, you know, things were that sometimes it's OK to look at the world in a sort of an imaginative, simple way. And sometimes that's refreshing to look at that, like hugging mm. dinosaurs, like, you know, like that's absurd if you think about it. But it's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> and that's OK. And I'm not just saying that because I've. Drank a lot of Fireball. It's not just <laughs> and apple juice. And apple juice. Apple juice and Fireball. It's not just because of that, but I don't know. There's just beauty. Beauty in hugging dinosaurs. There is beauty in hugging dinosaurs. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm just picturing, like, Triceratops being like, it's okay, T-Rex. I got you, bro. Wrapping one around him, like... I know the arms are small, but it's cool, man. I can hug enough for the both of us. You smell great, Triceratops. Really appetizing. What? <laughs> That's my essence of Mickey. Homely <laughs> <laughs> fans. Time traveler, Mickey. Spread <laughs> <laughs> my sweat all around time. Yeah. Look out. <laughs> 
gather one and all. Try Mickey's left. <laughs> Tired of not attracting that perfect T-Rex? Douse a little of me on you. <laughs> Bottled at the source. Okay, so for our round two poems, we will be inspired by a poem now from the great poems box. We should right. we need a theme song for the poems box. Yeah, we do. Or, oh yeah. Oh, you're doing the link opening the box. Yeah, we should do that actually. That's what I was doing. Yeah, the <laughs> Uh, I'm going to read a, a, a poem from the past to inspire us for the second round. And here it is. All right. The daiquiri is sweating between my fingers and congealing inappropriately. The tannic chalkiness of underripe bananas reminds me of my ex-husband. He would clap his hands together once as soon as the sun sank behind the horizon and bark, wow. He would turn to me expectantly. He didn't know what he wanted from me or anyone but that didn't stop him from expecting it. There is sand in my kivas, and the daiquiri is ruined. He adjusted his balls with impunity, with abandon, with a what-you-gonna-do-about-it on his face. His last sight was pink clouds. His last words, wow. I don't know what for the this, prompt was for that. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe it appears. Do I have to write about your balls now? I have been No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> essence of mickey essence of mickey oh my god for this daiquiri essence of mickey inspired poem we are each going to write a prose poem and there is no length limit to your poem just write as fast as you can before the five minute timer is up similar to what we did last round and for your theme you will give the gift of alcohol back to the poemist who gave you a category in the last round. All right, so let's pass the drinks. So now that we all have your drinks, uh, you're going to write about one character who drinks this drink or is defined by this drink. And that's a prose poem. So if you're writing a lot at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. Okay, ready? Drink. Drink again. Poem. It's just stalling. <laughs> and we're back. Well, <laughs> All right. So for our round two reading order, we're going to read in the order that our drinks arrived in. So the simplest drink will be read first, and the most complicated drink will be read last. So okay, we should I'm, probably just name all of our drinks now. Then, well, right? I've got a pretty simple one. I've got hooch. Oh, yeah. Does anyone have anything simpler than hooch? No. Moonshine is pretty simple, but hooch is simpler. So. Hooch is simpler. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I feel like mine's probably like, kind of complicated. Uncork it. It's a little harder. Gooch. <laughs> Drink it right from the ground. Come on. All right. I'm not even, I don't know if I've even ever had hooch or anything like it, but this is my, my hooch, hooch poem. All right. Hooch poem? I guess my hooch poem. Hooch? Hooch poem, hooch prose poem. All right. It's not great, but it'll get you there. You can use it in your car if you run out of gasoline. It's hooch. 
It's cloudy, it's homemade, it's mostly all natural. I have sold hooch to Springfield, Octaville, and Pittsburgh, and now it's here in your town. Don't let the local liquor so-called commission tell you what you can drink. Take your life in your own hands with my hooch. It puts baby to sleep when she's cranky. It stops your wife from yammering. It's God's own sweat. It's the miracle of hooch. Oh my gosh. That's, that's that, that has Ryan energy. <laughs> I was trying to channel Ryan slash, you know, the, uh, what was it? The, the time music man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a real, like, uh, like snake oil huckster vibe. Yeah. I love <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hooch really put Ogdenville on the map. <laughs> That's right. I mean, listen, prison hooch is not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I should have went the prison hooch. Yeah, that been good. Pruno. Oh, I should have given Pruno this one. I should have put the word prison on it. But anyway. yeah. <laughs> an opening to go in any kind of hooch. Your hooch really your should be implied. Yeah. <laughs> I love that your guys just hucking. Hooch too, like, like, <laughs> like not like miracle elixir, not just just hooch. <laughs> what medical <laughs> Next question. Um, is, so, is moonshine this next simplest, or who does somebody have a simpler one? I feel like moonshine is hard because you have to distill it yourself, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, whatever, whoever else thinks. I have a cocktail. I have a cocktail too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I like Tim's idea yeah. that moonshine is. It's your own project, so that might be the most complicated. I also have a cocktail, but mine's a daiquiri, which is a slightly longer taking cocktail. I have a martini. Yeah. That's a pretty simple cocktail. Martini is probably. Simple. Oh yeah, martini. I have a greyhound. Mm. All right, martini. It is. I have then. a. Yeah, I have a long oh, yeah, iced tea, which has a lot oh, yeah, of. Ingredients That's in it. Go cocktail, Greyhound, Long Island, uh, daiquiri, moonshine. I think. All right. So here's here's the martini. The hell of a Today I order a real drink, a drinker's drink, a man's drink, just like Jimmy Bond, a martini. What's in that? I'll fake it. Not sure. You an olive. This smells like pine salt. Yuck! I hate this. Waiter, a daiquiri. Blended, not swirled. <laughs> Jimmy Bond would definitely say blended, not swirled. That's good. Blended, not swirled. <laughs> 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 swirled cocktail. It sounds like a very summer drink. Mm-hmm. Daiquiri should be swirled. Sounds good. All right, no more fantasizing. Greyhound. Greyhound. Yeah, I don't even know what a greyhound is, actually. Um... A greyhound is grapefruit and gin or vodka with mm-hmm. a little bit of lime, mm-hmm. which you'll learn oh, from good. my poem, my terrible poem. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. A greyhound spilled on Mr.'s lap. A gift, of course, because those weren't the best pants in the whole restaurant. Plus, who doesn't want to see what's under the fabric? He wanted to order a salty dog, but due to his high blood pressure, the doctor wanted him to admit sodium from his life it didn't matter one way or another because tonight he wanted the whole ocean to be vodka because the gin in his lap and blood was not enough to escape he missed his greyhound bus the next morning and what started with a cut open grapefruit ended with a starfish a lime wedge and salt in his lungs because mister could not forget the ocean or the spilled drink well i actually really like that they do a starfish. 
and our full I said because Mister could not forget the ocean, but I also have affair written there, and I couldn't decide. But because Mister could not mm-hmm. forget the affair or the spilled drink. Oh, well, so I like the ocean. Like, yeah, yeah. That was actually that was good, actually. Thank you. Very yeah. mysterious. Tim, oh, it's not, it's not that good. It's a shitty poem. <laughs> well, listen, it was a lot <laughs> packed into five minutes, and I was like. <laughs> Can I really like get in all the thematic ideas and the plot points and the character development in five minutes? Yes, that's what I did. That was my problem. I still think it. I still think it came through even in the five minutes. I think that was effective. Thank you. And now you got to draft if you want. Yeah, you could put more time into it if you want. Full, full book. Okay, a full short one-person play. Yes. (laughs) Um, Bobby. Is your uh, virgin daiquiri uh, easier to make than a Long Island iced tea or no? I think it's harder because it involves ice, blending ice. That's true. That's true. You got to blend it up. Okay. All right. So mine was a Long Island iced tea and, okay, here we go. (laughs) She smells like sunscreen and cigarettes, flip-flops flopping to the tune of Jimmy Buffett. She flicks her cigarette butt into the swimming pool. Sits down on a lounge chair. Sorry. Sits down on a lounge chair with someone else's towel. Kicks off her flip flops and lets out a deep sigh. Pulls down her plastic visor and sips on her Long Island iced tea. Life's good, Barb says. Oh man, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> gotta do it in more like a raspy voice but i'm not about to, to try that right now life's good exactly barb sounds like she eats cigarettes for breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> beginning of like a baby shoes poem life's mm. good barb says you miss you my my question i was so what took me so freaking long was i was trying to figure out who the like the most well-known like island uh singer guy oh, jimmy buffett oh, jimmy like, buffett yeah, you hit so that on like nail i thought on the head. i know yeah. Who it is? I just can't like is. put my yeah. my finger on it. And Jeez, I was trying to remember Margaritaville. <laughs> I was trying to remember Margaritaville, and so that's what oh, I was yeah. uh, about to ask Mickey. But then I it came to me. Did have asked your Wait, dad? No way. <laughs> no, this is the sequel, <laughs> Long Island Ice Tea Town. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Seems like it might be slightly more depressing than uh, Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> I think uh, there should be a collaboration between Tim and Hannah. These two characters should meet in that one. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And the, the huckster just uh, by time machine suddenly arrives at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Ooch, uh, I got you, ooch. Okay, I have a <laughs> drink, drink, which is appropriate. Love a, love uh, drinks without alcohol. Okay, uh, <laughs> I went two story, not not enough poetry. So uh, my neighbor Jack Daiquiri always wore Hawaiian shirts, 
He was once pinned between a 70-car train and a Datsun. The woman in the Datsun kept honking and honking her car horn. She was in shock. Jack never lost consciousness. His legs were like squid's legs. His eyes were wide open. He drifted off to sleep in the life flight helicopter after asking, am I alive? We're dead. Six months later, he was back on our street, repairing fences and building birdhouses. He was always the friendliest neighbor, limping up the streets and kissing just about anyone. His daily and nightly pills kept him from drinking alcohol. So every day he drank his virgin daiquiris. Jack Daiquiri. <laughs> I love him. Jack Daiquiri. Yeah. Oh, Jack Daiquiri. Thank you. A vivid sense of Jack. I get, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I can know Jack. Everybody knows Jack. Jack Daiquiri lives on the street. You don't know. I feel like he's going to be the new James Bond, Jack Daiquiri. <laughs> Blended, not right. swirled. <laughs> so that's, oh my god yes okay yeah <laughs> ryan we're gonna, we're gonna do a collaboration yes oh and mickey's character will also make a cameo in that one <laughs> <laughs> he's the villain and barb is the bond there girl go. yeah. oh my god <laughs> that's good like, she's like 76 miss Zachary. <laughs> I like it. I like a 76 year old Bond girl. I'm just imagining her wearing like uh, really like high waisted white cargo shorts or something like that. And like. <laughs> and a tube top. A bikini top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for Barb the 70s. Or a bikini. Yeah. And she, tan- she tans on the beach every day at three o'clock, no matter how much <laughs> your skin gets. <laughs> or how many international terrorists threaten to blow up the UN. She's not Mr. Richard Jimmy. I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> oh my god, no, she sounds like fucking uh Roz from Monsters Inc. Oh Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Life's good. Life. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it isn't oh well, of all the de- of all the oh, hooch well, joints well. and all the beaches in all of Miami, you walk into my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I smell a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh my God! This is amazing. <laughs> Moving on. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good segue for that. <laughs> I think it's Nick, right? Moonshine. Moonshine. Who's the next character entering this movie? <laughs> next to this guest character. All right. So um, this goes back to this. Is, I, I, I took from my Idaho roots here. Ooh. So, all right. Old man McClonahan always wandering off in the woods. Folks will always be like, where's he off to? That silly old man. Little do they know, he's got a trove in those trees and a special kind of treasure. Shining from the moon, he goes off to his still like a pilgrimage to a shrine. And he takes a huge drink and transports himself long away to that happy place. 
Jokes on all those other folks. They've never had moonshine of this kind. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that rules. <laughs> He's the guy that makes all the yeah. gizmos and gadgets for Jack Dackery. Yeah. Like the old like man and... that like um, I feel like uh, Barb like, oh, and don't him talk are like the parents. <laughs> <laughs> him and Barb are the, are the parents of Jack Dackery. They, they, they oh, man. Call, oh, my God. Up, set up Barb and old man McClonaghan on eHarmony, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Jack Dackery can finally have caring parents who are in their 70s. Experience all the early heartbreak of early 20s, even though he's already in his 50s. Mom, Dad, I had another rough day. (laughs) Just remember what I always say, Jackie life's good. (laughs) Have a nip of moonshine. That'll make it feel better. <laughs> Raise it with some apple juice. Yeah, that'll cure what ails you. Yeah, let's give some points out. Uh, so remember... How are these the po- poems going to change our lives? Yes, exactly. How are they going to change or influence your life moving forward? Uh, and so, Nick, I actually want to give you points. Um, I really liked your character. and um, Very real. <laughs> I think all the characters are really great. I, I would like to give to you um, the sense that what I'm going to take away is I'm not going to go into any woods. From now on. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You scared me uh, straight out of the woods. Could you stay out of those woods? <laughs> Why'd you go into those woods? We've already had a Blair Witch episode. Don't you come snooping around my woods. Or I'll fill you full of lead. Oh my god. That's in my old man. I forget to say. That's my old man. Oh my god, that's my old man. Just threatening to kill people. That's my old man. I'm gonna die up and cut off your head. Oh, that's my old man. It looks like we're gonna have a wedding. (laughs) Oh my god. Jackie. Uh, I think that brings us to uh, to Ryan. Right. Uh, Hannah, I gotta give you points for creating Barb. <laughs> I love yeah. Barb. And uh, my takeaway, of course, is that life's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm glad. Tim, now? Uh, oh, yeah, it's oh, my turn. God. Oh, it's Hannah's turn? Uh, no, Tim. Tim. Oh, it's Go my on. turn. Um, yeah, I'd have to give the points to Hannah because, like, God, I just wanna I just wanna take Barb to Walmart, do some shopping, oh, get a new beach chair, yes. get a get a lounger <laughs> and a beach blanket and go down to the sand. And I'm gonna be thinking about her for a while, just thinking about her carefree lifestyle and how I wish she would adopt me. 
<laughs> we could go to the strip club together and have some real fun, like throw quarters Ooh, at the strippers. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Sounds so much fun. Life's good, am I right, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> Making it rain. <laughs> we'll go out on the boat later and catch some tilapia out of the Salton Sea. She- Okay, so her going to Walmart outfit are uh, jean short shorts, her signature flip flops, of course, and then one of one of those t shirts that have like the bikini bod on the front and the back. Yes, <laughs> and no bra, no bra, underneath, no just bra. like swinging free. Uh, it's an American flag bikini, of course. Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. On that note, my um, I guess I will. Yeah. <laughs> I will give points. Um, I'm gonna give points to Ryan. Um, I'm just imagining Jimmy Bond um, ordering attack This is so cute. Um, he just sounds like a really nice guy. So now I'm kind of I'm, I'm wanting this movie to happen, and so now I'm I'm that's that's how it's changed my life. That we're gonna get a. Uh, a million dollar, multi million dollar franchise out of Jimmy Bond and Bard as the Bond girl. Yeah. When you need the film yeah. score, call me. You know where to find me. Oh, hell yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. You should write the that wheels for are in motion. movie around the score. Dun, 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 dun. One daiquiri, please. Dun, dun. <laughs> we can get, yes. get Adele and it'll be great. <laughs> I was thinking like some minimal house music, you know, you get the little beat and then just occasionally in the background is some, some intense reverb. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Commands to Jimmy Buffett in there. Oh my god. Uh, uh, Bobby. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I think this also was prime, prime, uh, prime round. That was the worst possible mm-hmm. phrasing I could have picked. A real star-studded round. That would, these are some excellent poems. Um, no, you're right, Bobby. This round could only be divisible by itself and one. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to give, I think because these two will change my life, I've decided that I'm going to pick these two, and I like them. Uh, I like them all, especially, but I want to use these as my, my influence for the next few weeks. Mickey's and Nick's, and for two different reasons. Mickey's, we have the, the classic Huckster, and you know, I keep thinking like for Deep Overstock, we're like, oh, we gotta do marketing, we gotta do all this shit, it just is tedious. Now I'm thinking, let's just go full snake oil salesman, let's just get ridiculous as possible. Quarters. Yeah. yeah, just, you know, start shouting at people on the street, you know, give them, like, giving them copies of The Lighthouse or something, just giving giving our copies of whatever book we're, we're happening to publish, just become snake oil salesman is the mm-hmm. goal. <laughs> Okay. Get a soapbox on the corner book. of Pioneer Square. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Try this book will book. change your life. <laughs> <laughs> this book will put hair on your chest. This book will put hair on your chest. You got to go out to the, the scrote sculpture across from Powell's and, and try to sell them there. The I've always heard the, the tin chest. <laughs> <laughs> the tin chest. <laughs> 
just oh, so funny. It was built in memory of a lost testicle. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then, Nick, I want to give, uh, I think that this will change my life. The idea of having a private space or like a hidden space, more, more Bjork references here, uh, the woods, you're making your perfect concoction, you know, your moonshine. I've been thinking, how do we market Deep Overstock? And I've also been thinking, how do I finish a project? You, you hole up in the woods and you make your moonshine. So that's how that's going to How do I make on. moonshine? Yes, how make moonshine? Well, I, I, I think I would also give points to Mickey for this one. And it's because I, the big thing, the big message here is, you know, like he got hooch, mm -hmm. but he sold it. Like he sold that. And that's like a, that's, that's where I get from this. It's like, you might get something like that's like, I mean, hooch is like pretty low on the rung there, but he didn't stop him. He just like went with it. And he was just like, I'm going to sell this hooch. I'm going to go with it. And that's inspiring, honestly. So that's where I'm going with that. So that's true. Yeah. Watch out, Girl Scouts. We have a new seller on the market. Now, get off my corner. Get off of my corner. Grocery store. Outside the grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you have twenty dollars. The hooch girls now. are out front. <laughs> <laughs> Go get me my purse. I'll take two hooches, please. <laughs> two hooches and two kabooches. <laughs> Barb would definitely be buying. She would definitely buy the hooch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Barb was like looking forward to hooch season all year. <laughs> oh, as soon as she buys her lounger, she just pops it open outside of Walmart where the hooch seller is. Just sets up <laughs> one more hooch, please. <laughs> like pops up in their fucking lounge chair. Yeah, Mom is crawling home tonight. <laughs> she's just, oh she's just treating it like a bar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Mom is crawling home tonight. Oh my god. Little Girl Scout just pouring her another shot. Here you go. <laughs> Will you help send this? Girl Scout's that? like, uh. Yeah. Oh no, she's like Den Leader. She's like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is. Yeah. They're not getting any hooch merit badges yeah. unless I can really cocktail too sweet. <laughs> cookies. You're never going to make any money selling cookies, kid. <laughs> give, me all them, give me all them cookies. Put those all in my trunk <laughs> and grab those two jugs of hooch. I'll show you how to make some money. <laughs> she just takes full boxes of cookies and just crushes them in front of their little faces. And she crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Buy two hooches, get a free bottle of cookies. <laughs> that's a that's, good deal. <laughs> that's, that's how you sell them. There you go. I'll gladly eat two cookies for one hooch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite work. Doesn't quite work. <laughs> right, before my, my jokes dwindle any further, for round three, we will be taking influence from Emily Dickinson's 1861 poem, Hope is the thing with feathers. So I'll read the poem and then Mickey will explain our rule. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. The sweetest 
in the gale is heard, and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. Dickinson was known for using a closed poetic quatrain, terribly pronunciation. Perfect. Uh, uh, rhyming A-B-A-B, in which iambic tetra tetrameter alternates with iambic trimeter. Iambic tetrameter is a line consisting of four iambic feet. For example, come live with me and be my love. So, but um, but um, but um, but um. Then iambic trimeter is a line with three iams, resulting in a total of six syllables. I love the jocund dance, da dum, da dum, da dum, the softly breathing song. Da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. All right, so we're going to write uh, two four-line stanzas of A, B, A, B, alternating tetrameter and trimeter. Uh, so as you can see in the hope is, with, is the thing with feathers, Dickinson was fond of using slant rhymes as well, like rhyming feathers with words and soul with at all, which I really don't think are even close to being slant rhymes, but what? can you argue with Dickinson? <laughs> Feathers and words? I don't know. That's... Anyway, so for our theme in round three, uh, we will combine our past two gifted words, making something in between. So you can interpret combine however you'd like, uh, like smashing the letters together and creating a whole new word, or sort of imagining what the two objects might look like if they are caught, caught in Jeff Goldblum's fly transportation device. If you're writing along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. Okay, ready? Drink. Poem. That was actually kind of fun. Kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 fun when the poem form kind of drives the poem for you and i'm like well i can't blame myself for how bad this is it's the poem's fault <laughs> <laughs> not my fault not my dickinson's fault <laughs> yeah if i wasn't forced to do all these rhymes and and pentameters and iams then you know this could be a much better poem but that's not the case <laughs> Yeah, this is what I say to myself every day. You know, if I wasn't forced to feed myself, I'd be in a much better mood. (laughs) It's the constraint that realizes us freedom, you guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, mine's just going to have to go to stay with his. Okay, that's fine. I sort of did it, sort of, so... (laughs) <laughs> it's good now. Fireballs sneaking up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Not very sneaky either. It's just. <laughs> or maybe it's the apple juice. It's hard to. <laughs> uh, for round three reading order, the fewest influences will be reading first. Uh, so we have a bit of a tie, but I think, uh, well, a couple ties. Uh, I will read mine first. Because I feel like it was kind of a... Yeah, anyway. Here's mine. Uh, This is Vitamins and Hooch. (laughs) Hooch is now in some easy pills. It is vitamin H. It doesn't go in your gills. It's a suppository. Make sure that you get your fill, a pill a day or two, before you head off to the sawmill. 
Won't even feel your fingers. <laughs> oh my god, Mickey, you're my favorite snake oil salesman. <laughs> I, I got a little uh, lax with the slant rhymes there, as, as Emily Dickinson did. So, I don't feel bad about that. You've got a bone to pick. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, Hannah, if you want to read yours. So, yeah, I had to combine house pets and Long Island Ice Tea. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't know, I don't know. That's the American condition, right there. <laughs> it sounds like my usual Friday night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The birds are out tonight. All right. They won't be back till dawn. I'll sit and drink for them tonight, and then sit on the lawn. Fill my drink up with tea, you fool. As I wait for my birds. They will come back. Don't be a tool. They'll hear all of your words. Oh, that was good. That was really good. Nice. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> was going, but maybe someone was making fun of my birds, and that's that. <laughs> did anyone else? Did anyone else picture Barb out on the lawn? I did. <laughs> a bunch of birds. Hi. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a bird lady for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Barb keeps definitely a bird room. lady. Yeah. <laughs> We've got bird seed at the park. Throwing up bird seed. <laughs> Life is good. Life is good. Life's good. <laughs> That's how she gets her pigeons. That's how she gets her. <laughs> she like grabs uh, one. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna use you to mail something to my daughter who I haven't talked to in months. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next up, uh, Nick, if you want to read yours. Sure. Okay. So I was mixing yeah. weather and moonshine were my two things. So <laughs> again, it's perfect. Oh my god, it works well. You know, for wellness. <laughs> all right. A drink consoles the saddest soul out in the elements. Go hide away in woods out there and sit alone, forget. The, sure, the surest way to disappear from those who know you well, escape the rain, the wind, the snow. Moonshine, it is quite swell. <laughs> I really couldn't come up with an ending, so I just did the cheesy rhyme. So. I feel like that's the line that you put on your bottle of moonshine. Like moonshine, it is quite swell. <laughs> it's quite swell. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dang it! Call weather the day. Moonshine, it's quite swell. Yeah. Quite well. Quite well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So, Ryan. All right, so I had to combine uh, true crime in a martini. Mm. <laughs> so, so, here we go. I went to sip my martini and found that it was gone. But who could have done this crime to me? To steal a drink is wrong. I thought that I could finally be as smooth as James Bond. But without my martini, this will be my swan song. <laughs> oh. Dang. <laughs> but without my martini, this will be my swan song. 
That's great. I was really channeling uh, the Bullwinkle Poetry Corner. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, who's that cartoon character? (laughs) And now for the more cultured part of our program. (laughs) (laughs) The best poet laureate, Bullwinkle. (laughs) (laughs) We should do... We've been thinking of coming up with like a, a bookseller award, but we should mm. do a late night poemist award. It should be called the Bullwinkle Award. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Bullwinkles. <laughs> the Bullwinkles. <laughs> oh man, I'm 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 really considering that. That would be. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right, Bobby, you're next. You're getting an award, Rocky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's something you'll really like. <laughs> okay, I had to combine uh, the virgin daiquiri with bodies of water, so my slant combination is the beach. Okay, here's the beach. I parked my ass upon the beach and opened up my jug to drink the day away Unteach the order I've indulged. There's an indulging slant rhyme there. Pardon me. Uh, They've always told me life's a peach, yet I wake up a bug. I see such fun and want to reach. Ah, but here's the hole I dug. The beach. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Cool. And that leaves us with Tim. Oh, okay. Um, I just want to say that this is one of my favorite things about music composition and poetry is it's like a jigsaw puzzle with no wrong pieces. Mm. And it's just, it's just so much fun, but right brain and left brain connection is just where it's at, you know? Mm. Um, So my slant was dinosaurs and the greyhound, which has a grapefruit in it. So I titled my piece grapefruit colored dinosaurs. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> a fruit, a soul, and something old is what keeps us afloat. If we go back before we sold, we would surely gloat. I wish for you, my dear, my friend, a promise we can keep, a love or gift that we can send that'll always run us deep. Whoa. Wow. That was really good. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> I was like, you always tell the good poems because we get really quiet afterwards. <laughs> <don't make that laughs> yeah, that was a real I'm like, poem. oh my gosh, they hate it. They're quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually a sign of respect on this show because we're all like, oh, yeah. that was that was too good of a poem to make jokes about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a real poem. I don't know what to do in the face of real poems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like we've gotten sometimes when we get people on the show, it's like we, we had Coleman in the past, you know, every time she would write one, it'd be like, oh, ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's oh, like, oh, this is so terrible. Yeah. This is the worst one. intimidating. Good. Yeah. Okay. So then, then you come out with one like that, and we're all like, ooh, that's a poem you would read in a book. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's a book poem oh man it's like a poem for a museum that's a poem <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> broke the number one rule it's supposed to be poemies uh, oh, hey, po- 
Meanwhile, my poem about ferrets smelling their own butts. <laughs> that has its own poetic merit, Hannah. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm going to get started giving some points. Hannah, I actually want to give you points uh, for your bird poem. Did you say what? what? I really liked I really liked your use of like meter and like you know it left me feeling something at the end like the birds are gonna come tell you the secrets and stuff. I really enjoyed the story you're going for, uh, and I think what I'm gonna take with me is just that uh, I don't know what do I want to take with me. I know uh, I don't. It's so hard. I, I don't want to own any birds. I'm happy having cats and no birds. So yeah, I'm just gonna me too. Continue being a birdless owner. Birdless boy. Okay. Yeah, I think that's that's what I got. <laughs> oh, I'm just not gonna buy any birds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust them. Don't like them. Don't want them. Trust them. Can't live them. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> nice. Who's who's next? I'm giving the points. Uh, it's Hannah, actually. Hannah, right? Oh, um, okay. Oh, man. Yeah, this is hard. You know, because, yeah, they're all good. But then I also just don't know what I, what life-changing uh, things I got from all of them. Right. Yeah. I'm going to give Bobby some points. feel like I've been giving Ryan all my points tonight, so switching it up. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> um what did i get what's my life-changing thing from bobby's poem um i just you make me want a virgin daiquiri (laughs) and and to and to sit in a swimming pool sounds it sounds good it does sound good i have the advantage of having the virgin daiquiri helping me out there it just sounds so appealing Mm -hmm. on a friday Next up was Nick. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, um, well, I'm, I mean, it's probably, I, I guess I would give points to Tim again for, for that. I, I just like the, I mean, it's mainly just like the connection of the, the connection of the imagery and it just like, I don't know, like it, I felt transported. So I, I you know. And just the mix of, the, and I love the title of that too, The Great mm-hmm. Fruitful Dinosaur. So yeah, that's a great title. I think the, uh, I just, uh, yeah, I connected with both of those things because I really like grapefruits and dinosaurs, but maybe that's it. That's <laughs> why I connected. <laughs> so I don't know what I got from that outside of that, but uh, um, it's, uh, it was, it, it definitely transported me. And so I, uh, I, Maybe maybe I just needed to be transported someplace for a moment. So I'm all there. Although I think the fireball's doing well with that. <laughs> I think you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> yeah. We're almost there, guys. We're almost there. Yes, we'll make it. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Ryan. Oh man, <laughs> so many good ones. Um, I don't know. I want to. I want to throw a little. Uh, I want to throw some points over to Mickey. Uh, Mickey, you could sell water to a whale. You're crushing it with these sales pitches. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but man, all of the poems were really good this round. It's a, this was a, it's, it was hard to, it was hard to land on, on any just one. So, um, yeah, yeah. great job, great job, everybody, really. Um, but, uh, what am I, what am I, what's my, what's my life experience? Uh, uh, you know, don't, don't carry my wallet around Mickey, man. I don't know. He's going <laughs> <laughs> to fly right up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give points to Tim and to Hannah. And I think to Hannah, I'm going to, what, how's this going to change my life? You know, okay, this is strange, but recently I've just been seeing people like just kind of sitting, you know, not really on a bench chair or anything like that, just sitting on steps and just watching things go by. I don't do enough of that, and it seems very appealing. And I keep thinking, you know, someday I'm going to do that. So I think now it's thinking right. about, yeah, you know, sitting on the lawn, yeah. watching the birds. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. so right. I wanna... Yeah, I just imagine, just imagine like sitting outside at night in like the country next to your beautiful country home, <laughs> having a Long Island iced tea. Watching the birds. Letting, letting the, sounds nice. That's not a space I inhabit. I've become an old man when I go to sleep at 10.30. I'm kind of afraid of nighttime now. I just am always in bed before 11. And you miss out on a lot if you don't go outside and look at the night sometimes. Um, Past 11 p.m.? I mean, <laughs> I was thinking like 8, 8.30, oh, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> that's fair. I'm also I'm talking like 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Going out at four in the morning. Um, Welcome back to late evening poems. <laughs> to afternoon tea poems. Um, and then to Tim, I think, you know, being in a new place, I'm kind of back in my, my old crazy Barney personality, which you're all familiar with me being at Powell's. The, hey, how you doing? What you up to these days? So I'm like, I need to... I want to start meeting people halfway, you know, not, not going overboard and just kind of being more uh, authentic in those little interactions, you know, strive to do that. I think I'm going to have to give points to my husband, Nick, because there was like a, there was like a sense of whimsy that the poem mm. kind of like started on and it, it kind of went dark, but then came back kind of campy at the end. And I just like was here for that journey. That was a nice and turn. And I think, yeah, I think I'll take that away with me to really like let myself kind of experience all aspects of like emotion and feeling because I really felt that from his fireball poem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a meteor. Flying <laughs> through the sky. Whoa. <laughs> Cinnamon whiskey raining down on everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so good. Cloudy with a chance of fireball, am I right? <laughs> Come on, bros, let's go to the club. It's fireball <laughs> night. One dollar shots of fireball at the club tonight. <laughs> your bros. That's uh, pretty much any club on a, on a given Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> bros night. Bros get in for a dollar. Just imagine them uh, pumping it into the like the fire extinguisher sprinkler system, so it's just like <laughs> raining fireball on the dance floor. Oh, oh, my eyes, my eyes are burning. 
<laughs> We've got a fire. And the only way to fight fire is with fire. <laughs> Fireball in the sprinkler system. Fireball at the bar. Fireball at the urinals. Come down to the now for Fireball. <laughs> We replaced our entire water system with fireball. <laughs> you think you have gonorrhea? Nope, that's not gonorrhea burning. That's fireball. <laughs> uh, I think my my AirPods are starting to die. I think I'm gonna, oh, okay, I'm gonna okay, have okay, to wrap okay. up. Wrap it up. Bye, okay. Anna. <laughs> that's that's oh three God. rounds over. Three rounds awarded. Mickey, who's taking home this poet tree sapling? All right. Well. So forgive me if I wrote these all down awkwardly and weird, but I'm going to try to read them out. Uh, So Ryan, uh, Hannah felt more loquacious, and she also wants the movie rights. Those are the two points that you are going away with. Hey! Um, And the points I have, uh, Bobby wants to be a snake oil salesman, and Nick felt inspired. Uh, And then also Ryan got scared of me. Doesn't want me to pickpocket him. Uh, and then, let's see, Nick, uh, I'm avoiding the woods now because of your poem. And Bobby <laughs> wants to hide things in holes. Um, and Tim wants to feel emotions again. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and then, let's see, Hannah. Uh, Ryan thinks that life is good. So that's good. Uh, and Tim wants to be adopted by Barb and go to Walmart. Um, I don't want birds, and Bobby just wants to sit. Uh, let's see, Bobby. Uh, your first poem, uh, Nature and Water and Tides Influenced Tim. Uh, Ryan wants to enter bodies of water. I want bodies of water to enter me. Um, and then Hannah just wants a virgin daiquiri and a pool. Uh, but tonight, uh, first prize here, Tim, you inspired Bobby to be a dinosaur. Uh, Ryan got some dinosaur facts for kids. Nick wants to be a kid again. Uh, and then Nick felt transported again by the grapefruit and dinosaurs. And Bobby wants to meet you halfway from Taiwan. So probably somewhere in the Pacific. And those are your points. Oh, my God. Mickey, we should do that more often where you interpret the points as like a long form poem. <laughs> that was a poem. That was a good was a poem. poem. That's a poem. That's an Instagram poem. That needs to go on Instagram. Oh, I, we'll see. All right. All right. Yeah, if anybody can actually read it. Anyone can read it. Oh, man. Get double points for interpreting the handwriting. Congratulations, yeah. Tim. Make Thank sure you. this little sapling gets some sun, some water, and plenty of rhymes. Uh, but don't worry, everybody. Nobody goes away empty-handed on late-night poems. Tonight, each of our runner-up poemists will be going away with two new feet in the poetry sense of that. Uh, so don't go wearing them outside. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's it for tonight's show. Special thanks to tonight's poemist, Hannah Collins, Ryan Sprinkle, and our special guests, Nicholas Yandel and Timothy Arliss O'Brien. A quick reminder that you can find Nick's work at nicholasyandel.com and Tim's work at timothyarlissobrien.com. And check out the Poet Heroic Podcast. Mickey, do we have any parting words for our cast tonight? 
Oh, yes, of course. To say farewell, everyone will tell us what poetic superpower they would want to have and what your poet hero name would be if you can think of one. I'll put you on the spot here, Bobby. Okay, so I just recently heard of this concept where these, these weird architects decided that every structure is either a duck or a decorated shed. And the decorated shed is just anything we normally think of as building shaped, but you have to put signage on it to let people know what kind of business it is. But a duck, the shape of the business is the concept of the business. So the duck was a building shaped like a duck, which sold duck eggs. The Longaberger basket building is a giant Longaberger basket. So I want my poet power will be only writing ducks. Poems that always, the form always follows the, the concept or whatever's being sold in the poem. I'm also on that huckster kick. And then the name, I think it's just Duckman. <laughs> you can feed the ducks. Duckman. You, you can feed the ducks. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ryan. How about you? Uh, well, I've actually I've got my I've got my limerick ready for submission to the poet heroic. Uh, it, it goes like this: A limerick for poet heroic. I hope it won't be too stoic. My drink tastes like honey. This poem's not funny. Oh no! I believe that I've blown it. <laughs> and uh, my superhero name would be uh, Slimerick. It's like a combination of like Slimer from the Ghostbusters, but he does limericks. He's like a limerick ghost. Uh, okay. <laughs> or, or if Young Thug only started rapping in limericks. <laughs> Lime season. The limerick edition. So do I make the cut? That's good. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> Slimy Rick. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, Hannah. I think if I had a power, a, a poem power, <laughs> um, okay. it would be to be uh, like good improv, I guess, if that's a poem related power. I don't know what my name would be, though. <laughs> You'll make it up on the spot. Let's get a suggestion <laughs> from the audience. Audience, what's your name going to be? <laughs> yeah, great improv. every time. Yeah. It's never the same. Yeah, exactly. Once you have that power, you can name yourself. You'll be able to improv. Yeah, exactly, exactly. See, this is why I need that power. <laughs> yeah. Real bootstraps woman. I believe I heard bootstraps woman. All right. Tonight on stage. Remember, uh, yes and. Yes and. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes and. Yes and. Oh, my God. Yes and. <laughs> Yo. Uh, uh, hey. Nick? So, um, so I've always been really into the idea of like synesthesia where you can like take things and see things in other senses and just like amplify that. And I think that could create such really interesting poetry because um, you could, you know, smell music and you could, you know, like see poetry or whatever else, like all this kind of stuff and this vividness. But I think you'd probably like, um, it would probably, if you were, if you it really had to, to amplify it all the time, it would just be like a whole mess of confusion. So I think my poet, poetic name would just be sensually confused. We're just going to go with that. <laughs> Great. Um, take what you want from that. <laughs> I love these heroes, man. This is great. We're like the trust us league. Like, trust us. We can do this. We got this. <laughs> uh, uh, Tim? <laughs> I have to get through this without laughing. Um, 
my superhero would be to turn anyone into a Malifore, a walking, living Malifore. And um, a Malifore is like a mix of metaphors. So a few examples are, um, <laughs> uh, it's all water buried under the hatchet. Or if you teach a snake to fish, you can lead it to water, but it won't drink. Or kill two cats with one bag. <laughs> and um, I think my super poem name would be uh, um, Mixed Mount Practice. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a super villain. <laughs> Changing people yeah. into a bag of dead cats. <laughs> Malpractice has done it again. <laughs> Come on, trust this league. Let's get him. Trust us. <laughs> Got this. <laughs> oh man, um, Ryan, what was yours? Was the Slimerick or Slimer? Slimer, Slimerick, Slimerick, Slimerick. Okay, Slimerick. Because <laughs> uh, that made me think of I want. I would. Uh, I think I would be uh, the Slimerick. I just doing really bad slam poetry, but then I just like beat people up with a microphone stand. Slam them. Anyway, it's my turn. It's still my turn. So, probably more of a super villain too, but you know, whatever. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it, folks. Be a hero. Write a poem. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Late Night Poems Radio. Our intro song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. And our music interlude is Go to the Picnic by Loyalty Freak Music, used under Creative Commons license and the public domain, respectively. Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock. Find out more information at deepoverstock.com. Um, my dad's calling me. Can I uh, take it or no? If you want to mute, yeah. Don't have to okay. ask permission. Go stand in the hall. <laughs> Hold these two buckets, stand in the hall. <laughs> that's it's so picky. All right. I thought you were that's actually that's Nick's uh text tone. So anytime Nick's get a gets a text, it's the uh Zelda secret case. Interest uh, da, da, da. <laughs> that rules. I had the Sonic the Hedgehog getting a ring sound for a long time, like ding. Oh man. Yeah. There's a there's a chain of gas stations. I don't know which one, but there's a, a chain of gas stations that the cash register makes that Sonic the Hedgehog ring sound. And I noticed it because I was in the gas station and, and I heard I was like, oh, did I get a text message? No text message. It was the cash register. Every time you rung something up, it would go diddling, diddling. Isn't there a gas station called Sonic? Well, there's a fast food uh, chain. Fast food. Yeah. Oh, hey, in Quebec, there's a gas station called Sonic. <laughs> But it made me wonder if, like, if you, like, smash that cash register to, like, grab all the money inside, would it make, like, the, like, ding, all the rings spilling, like, when Sonic hits a bad nick? No, we're just at round two now. We just missed people talk about my sweat. <laughs>